Oh, there's a part that I left out, and this part needs to be heard, minus the music, because it's very, very important. Women, don't worry about competing with men, okay? Like Kevin Samuels have said, that we have always known that to get it by our bootstraps, and that if we can't get it, we can't have it, all right? We've always known that. And I'm just saying that we are very independent beings. We can't go without you. And many of us often do. We don't need you to help us fix our cars, our houses. You know, I mean, the the, the very important things that we, that we need in this life, we don't need you for. The only thing we need you for is to build families with. I'm sorry. I have to say that because you are too much in competition with men and wanting to do like men do. But what I'm saying is that the day comes where the, the man knows that there's going to be a day where he's going to have to part from you. And he knows there's going to be a day that's going to come that where he's going to have to part with his children. You know, we know this, we recognize this, whether it be at whether death do us apart or with this calamity that does us apart, you know. I mean, we do understand that. So this is something that women don't understand. Women is always having people do stuff for them, and they always have had the aid. But what I'm telling you is that as you get older, those options decreases tremendously, you know. I know many beautiful women right now that have aged that are lonely, and what I mean by lonely, I'm saying that there's nobody there to help them. I mean, when that day come where a man should be there for his woman to show him, show her, you know, that he loved her and, hey, this is what this was about, you know. Big ups to, well, I'm not going to mention no names, but to the big homie. You know, I got, I got, there's, there's, there's men in my family that when their wives died, they was there for them to the end. And the wife said, I don't want to die in the hospital. I want to die at home. And that man took care of that woman, whether she was sick, whether she was incontinent, whether he couldn't, whether she couldn't take care of herself, whether she couldn't cook for herself. She died in her family, and her man was right there. She didn't have to worry about being left in a nursing fucking home getting bed sores and shit like that, you did. She didn't have to worry about being in a hospital and, 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 and getting improper care that you get up in there because you only get basic care. You don't get that tender, loving care that you get at home, you did. And this is what I'm trying to tell you is that this is what you forfeit when you want to live a promiscuous lifestyle. You should never trade in the role of building families for being a whore. That's Jay Whitfield. That's three extra minutes, and I'm out. Greetings. 
This is Terry Whitfield, a.k.a. Yasha Ben Israel. Back at you one more time, one more again, with another intellectual expression. Expressing either or, sometimes both. The things that they don't want you to know. And or, again, I emphasize the things that people don't like to talk about. The theme of today is the destruction of a civilization. The destruction of a civilization. The destruction of a civilization. Now, when I say the destruction of a civilization, to any black fan of black writers that's talking about things that make sense, black writers like Joseph Benyakonin, Chancellor Williams, the author of The Destruction of a Civilization, when I say the destruction of a civilization, it is guys like this that comes to mind. It is guys like this who you think of. It is that man himself. Yes, I have read the book. Yes, I am familiar. If I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to talk about it. I wouldn't be able to breathe, then to excel, and then rightfully turn around and mention his name, but in all of that, I am just simply saying that I'm thinking about the destruction of a civilization. And this civilization is a civilization that has always involved ancient black thought. When you look at the ancient kingdoms and dynasties that Chancellor Williams talked about all the way up to today, many, 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 many civilizations have emerged then but he's talking and, and, and many have been black civilizations all throughout Africa new new black civilizations that, that, that really can't be founded in, 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 in ancient thought let's say for instance the Swahili language that is the idea it's a great idea but it is it is an idea that is not founded in ancient thought. Things like the Bantu language. Things like the Bantu expansion. Understanding that all of these ideas and all of these thoughts are expressions that go all the way back 
to like the 1800s, the late 1800s. Europeans. Yes, Europeans. They created these ideas, but they don't go all the way back to the ancients. Even their classification of Afro-Asiatic languages. If, if you studied that thought and that philosophy, that discipline, the love for, the, for that realm of knowledge, you'll see glitches in that family of languages. Because there's languages in that family that are not 100% connected all of those languages are supposed to show some type of family connection and they don't some of these languages are just classified as that because they are spoken in the area of the Levant all the way to the Nile all the way down to the Sudan and all the way back over and back around full circle to the Horn of Ethiopia, that whole area. So, what we're talking about today is the destruction of a civilization. And the civilization that has been destroyed and that they are constantly trying to destroy is the black civilization. The black civilization that has had a connection, an unbroken connection, either whether it was through education, through thought, through DNA, all the way back to the ancient world, the old world. And I'm talking about the destruction of a civilization. The destruction of the original, solid, God-minded black thought. And anybody that possessed that thought, it is to be destroyed. What comes to mind is all of the monies and the finance and the millions and millions of dollars that Europeans in America have paid in their slavitude and servitude to America. And they paid by way of taxes and some even by uh, 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 extra monetarial donations to fund the FBI and all of their Cointel Pro co-ops, covert operations. You know, all they co-ops, underground movements that they have done to get rid of the black thought. This is why good elders of the black thought put their lives on the line every time 
they teach and preach the black thought. And they have come to understand in the black thought. They have come to understand that they can't get rid of everybody. It would be a great loss. To get rid of everybody would be a great loss. So the best thing to do is to get rid of those thinkers. And the minds of the great thinkers, they also monitor their families. Now we're talking about the destruction of a civilization. The destruction of a civilization. The destruction of a civilization. The reason why I talk about male and female relationships, why I go in on the simp, what I will call the weak man. Matter of fact, when I go in on the weak man and the weaknesses of man, which is called the simp, because I would be better off easily just talking about the weakness of man without using the colloquial term for it. And I would be much better off. People wonder why I spend so much energy going in on the strumpet or the promiscuous woman. Because I'm talking about the destruction of a civilization. I'm talking about the destruction of a black thought. For blackness (laughs) to exist, it had to have a soul. You understand what I'm saying? It had to have a soul. In order for blackness to exist, it had to have a soul. It had to have a soul. And to those who are not very, 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 very in depth with what the soul is, I can simply just put it like this. The soul is that inward existence. That inward harmony with life. Hiding the fish. The inward harmony with life. Harmony with science. A life that's in harmony with mathematics. A life that is in harmony with history. A life that is in harmony with agriculture. Life. in harmony with life. Being at harmony with life. 
When I say harmony, the first thing that should come to anybody's mind is music. And you listen to soul music, you will come to understand a music and a genre of people that was in harmony with life. Rhythm and blues, soul, and even the older generations of rap music. The creation of rock and roll, Little Richard. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> Imagine some girl walk past with this big old doubling booty. <laughs> Good golly, Miss Bali. <laughs> Songs that resonated with the thoughts that every and feelings and emotions and realities that we as people have had in our lives. That is what soul music is. And in order to be able to make this soul music, you had to have people that resonated with the harmonies of life. That's what Honey Fish is about. And that is what has built ancient civilizations from India to China to the Americas throughout Asia throughout the Middle East throughout Africa And then spin the ball again and let it rotate over and over and over and over again. People that harmonated with harmony, that harmony, that harmony, that had harmony, excuse me, harmonated with harmony. People that had harmony with life. Ooh, boy, this brain is something else. Sometimes the idea and the passion and the emotion and the feelings and the words can be trying to all come out one time out of one mouth. <laughs> all of these ideas is, is funneling from a huge mind all the way up out of one mouth. <laughs> and sometimes they fight for dominance. The words fight for dominance. <laughs> But we're talking about the destruction of a civilization. And even when we look at the negativities of rap music, these people still was in harmony with life. They didn't make these songs dead. 
They made it while they was living. And they wrote these songs largely based on their feelings, their emotions, and their experiences. Even when the even when the plot was bad these were experiences that these people had in life and it, it, it was what resonated with them as they were having these bad or negative experiences in this life and because these experiences resonate in our lives so much that these people make these songs and become stars. They become legends. They become one-hit wonders. And if nothing else, they become a thought that influence the mind of others. And that's at, at, at least, that's if you were just a little local legend or a little aspiring singer or something that never really, really made it that far. Surely, you have influenced, if you was any good, you have influenced the minds and thoughts of others. It is that civilization that they want to get rid of. Cause, because, see, a lot of these young brothers are out here in these streets selling drugs, murdering, killing, stealing, just doing what they got to do just to get by, like uh, like Talia Kweli said in that song, knowing that all you got to do is really have love to get by. A lot of us don't have that because we don't know. We don't know ourselves, we don't know our God. We don't know our history. A lot of us don't know that because a lot of us are a byproduct of a destruction of that civilization. And just by being genetically connected to that that civilization, no matter whether it was 50 years ago, 5 years ago, 500 years ago, 100 years ago, a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, three thousand years ago, you're still connected to that, and 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 there's a natural, a uh, uh, psychological, genetic phenomenon that that can occur to where you'll find yourself doing the things of your ancestors and repeating certain cycles and lifestyles. And just certain passions and just certain things that certain people in your past did that you're going to find yourself acting out. We're talking about a destruction of a civilization. And even when America plans on taking a young black man and having created a system in society where there's virtually no hope for him. You find the young black male that is constantly using his mind as an adversary 
against this society for his society for his survival. He becomes the villain and the bad guy. He's already at an advantage. I know guys who was born in this world where their daddy was the dope dealer and their mama was the dope fiend. Daddy end up getting caught up in that drug usage world as well. Now the whole family is destroyed. But the young black males in that family who was at a disadvantage probably went to school dirty, bummy, the class clowns, the, the bad the bad boys that's always fighting, the little thieves, you know, the kids that was always doing slick shit just to survive, while other kids, uh, and getting over on the kids that was more comfortable, they called it slow, no, he wasn't slow, he was comfortable, getting over to survive. Mama a whore, daddy a thief, daddy a con artist a thief, mama a whore and a thief, and a liar, excuse me y'all, I'm sitting out here in the car chronicles, right here in Detroit, they out here blasting that Detroit music, got it going in the parking lot. But uh, yeah, I'm out here in the Car Chronicles sitting out here in the parking lot. And uh, let me turn the windows back up so I can get back into this. Yeah, but anyway, so this young black male has already served a great disadvantage. I remember when I was growing up in the 70s and the 80s, before drug selling was a big thing. A lot of people, you had the haves and the have-nots. The idea of the drug selling being a big thing in the black community was only good amongst bad people, people who were considered out of the matrix and rejects. You know, people who had to resort to that because there was no other way for them. And young black men has, get, has gotten caught up into that lifestyle, especially after the crack epidemic. And after the crack epidemic, the drug dealer became the hero in the black community. Because he found a way to make money outside of the system, a crook. Lots of money. Without having to go to school, without having to go to college, without having to start a business. I'm talking about a legal business and having to deal with all of the hardships that they put in place. Just so you can conduct business. Young black men have found ways to become the man that they wanted to be by stepping outside of the society. Constantly 
trying to get in harmony, not necessarily with the society, but with life. Because a civilization has been destroyed and all of the inhabitants of that civilization, there's a mark on them. And the mark and the bar and the standard is very, 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 very low. You know what I'm saying? It's very, very low. And it was set up that you take what is given to you and that you shut the fuck up. And you be happy right there. So when you look at the rap music, the rap music, and even with their murderous, harsh, dope stories, I have to say that because white people had stories that was influenced with much more dope, and it was less harsh. Some of that shit wasn't even hard at all, <laughs> and they did more dope than any of y'all in their music. But their music lacked that soul. And the people that carry that soul, it's a mark on them. We talk about how sisters, you know, especially today, have found ways to keep that soul stirring, that harmony with life stirring, even though the odds are against them. No matter how outside of the matrix their ideas appear to be. Even to the point of sexual deviance. These women are the survivors. And these men are the survivors of the destruction of a civilization. And they are the survivors of a civilization that is constantly being stamped out and destroyed. And they don't understand why. Why is it that, okay, well, fuck it, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to pay taxes. I don't want to do none of that. Okay, fuck it, I want to be a rapper. And then all of a sudden, the rap game changed. You know, first you had the guys, and all we had to do was just come up with a demo. So we get us a studio, buy the real reels, and this, that, bam, boom. Now they changed the format. Well, we don't want to deal with real reels no more. We want ADAP format. You can't, you can't get nothing pressed up on that. Okay, now we gotta go. Now we gotta re, re, redo the whole damn studio. You still got the talent, but you gotta redo the studio. Then you do that. Then da, 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 da. Now they go from ADAP to ADAP to back and forth to this shit. And fuck it, we just gonna get rid of the whole CD, cassette, album, set process. We just gonna stop doing that all together just making it hard for the people with soul. But fuck it, you showed us that y'all can get out here and sell records. And y'all can make names for yourselves. We just gonna make it to where records don't even exist no more. Now how you gonna make your name? You wanna, okay, okay, well, oh, we, we had it to where, okay, well, you'll take the dope away. Well, fuck it, we still make the records. Okay, we'll take the records away. Okay, now they took the fucking records away, but they didn't take the dope away. So the, so the saga still continue, and the story 
that contains the souls in it is still being recorded. How are we going to make money now? Here comes the internet and social media. They've been telling us for the longest. It's artists. Get ready for social media. The old school artists, they've been telling you that. You can listen. You can listen from the change of old school jazz and all acoustic instruments. <laughs> acoustic drums, acoustic basses, the jazz, you know, acoustic pianos, acoustic string instruments, acoustic horns. Yeah. To the days where everything is computerized now. Everything is on the wire. <laughs> Our ancestors were the greatest jazz legends that ever lived. <laughs> Our ancestors were the greatest R&B artists that ever lived. <laughs> Our ancestors were the greatest gospel artists and musicians that ever lived. And never talked about how gracefully Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dominique Williams. I would even go as far as saying guys like Adrian Dantley and Tim Duncan moved on the floor just gracefully, even under pressure, gracefully, fully confident and just enjoying and capturing the moment. Even our actors, after they had to do the interview on the producer's couch, even after you sat on the producer's couch, A lot of our actors had to still perform gracefully. Imagine Step and Fetch It being paid to make black people look like the stupidest, dumbest, weakest, good-for-nothing people on the planet. He still did it gracefully. Something different than the modern generation. The, jo- the modern generation gonna make us look bad, and they're not gonna do it gracefully. They're gonna do it hard, okay? And they ain't gonna play with it. They ain't gonna kiss no ass about it. They gonna be actually be alpha about making our people look bad. We're talking about the destruction of a civilization. The name has changed, the game remains the same. I like to say the name remains the same, but the game has changed. The name has changed, the game remains the same as an old, old game. And we too hip to that. Today it is the game has changed and the name remains the same. Not the name has changed, the game remains the same. 
But the game has changed and the name has remained the same. You're still the same people. You're still that destructive civilization. My sisters, my poor sisters. Man, my sisters out here getting it in this world. They got the welfare. They got the help of the government. No reason for them to fall. But many do. Because they were a part of that vacuum that is suctioning the destruction of a civilization. They set it up so you don't fall, but, but they set it up so they don't get caught up in the vacuum. And in the case that they do, then they just caught up in the vacuum. But you got my sister that I worry about. Because the, the vacuum is the destruction of a, civ- of, of a civil- of civilization, a black civilization. My sisters, my sisters, can't hold down a relationship. Black people created civilizations. And you know how we created civilizations? By securing laws, standards, and morals that built strong civilizations. And sexual deviancy destroys a civilization. Yes, it does. Sexual deviance destroys a civilization. You know? While my sister's out here enjoying life, kudos to you, baby. Trust me, I don't hate that. I don't hate that you get to experience life and all of its essence and all that you set out for, even in your choices of men. I wish you the best, baby. I wish that you find good men, good men that love you, good men that's willing to take care of you, good men that is willing to build families with you. But the crazy part about that is the building family part is the part that the part that Satan has used, the adversary has used to destroy a civilization because when our sisters are out getting with men, they're out looking for men that could improve their lives. And what I mean by their lives, I'm talking about their immediate lives. They're not looking for men to build families with. They're not looking for men that can instill strong morals into their children. Morals that will keep the society strong rolling and functioning 
they're looking for me and Zeke finance them and what they want to do. And if they have babies and happen to start a family, because most of the time, most of them, look at Sierra and all of the rappers and stuff that she's been with. And she was never able to start a family with none of them. Uh, even oh, the football playing guy. <laughs> uh, I can't even call him a Negro because he looks like he's Mexicano and a little Puerto Rican. And, uh, you know, he looks like he got a lot going on up in there. But even with that brother, they have a family. But she already that family was already started. And he is the adopted one. Or the family is adopted. Maybe he adopted them. He adopted the family. Yeah. That's what it is. He didn't build a family with Sierra. He adopted a family with Sierra. Okay. And that is because... Sierra's lifestyle was a lifestyle that had got caught up into the vacuum of the destruction of a civilization. Amber Rose. Amber Rose is living a lifestyle where her lifestyle is the lifestyle that is caught up in a destruction of a civilization. I didn't say her lifestyle is caught up in the destruction of America. At least not yet. America is paying her. so. But she is definitely destroying a civilization. I'm going to say this and I'm going to get ready to cut this short. But one of the reasons why I go so hard on my sisters is that I think that you are too focused upon the civilization and the life that you're living. And I think that you are completely ignorant of the civilization that has been destroyed. I mean, really, kudos in this life to Cardi B. You know, wet ass pussy and uh, the, the stallion chick or whatever the fuck she is. She too new for me to focus on who the fuck she is. I don't give a fuck. She don't have no talent. She's not a Diana Ross. <laughs> In fact, she can't even rap better than MC motherfucking Choice. <laughs> the real queen of that genre. <laughs> Boy, I know what I'm talking about. The real queen. <laughs> Uh, who uh, Jay Prince know of. <laughs> the first one. The one who opened up that freaky path. <laughs> but you so caught up into this life. The right now. What I want and need right now. An act of desperation. And you make decisions. All based on the fact that you don't know nothing about the civilization that they destroyed. 
I'm going to tell you, the family, black people created families. Black people created families, and from those families, we created tribes. And from those tribes, we created societies. And from those societies, we created nations in that order. You wonder why we can't dominate nations. Because we don't have families. We don't have families. Because we're caught up in the right now. I'm going to tell you right now. A woman, for a black woman not to be married is simply her fault. Because 90% of the men in this world are simps. The 90% of these men out here are weak, weak as fuck. They're weak as hell, baby. And you know it. Most of these men will marry you irregardless to your financial status, irregardless to your social status. Irregardless of it, whether it's good or bad. Regardless of your sexual history or past, whether you was a whore, porno, queen, you know, all you got to do is go get Jesus, you know, and go to the right church, and some man will snatch you right on up out of there, especially if you still look good. I'm just telling you, it is your fault that you're not married. Well, all of these weak-ass men out here, and I just got to keep it real. This here might even go a little longer than I thought thought I was going to be done 12 minutes ago. I might have to take it the whole 60, maybe even add another 10. But I have to blame it as your fault, sisters. Because you're so caught up into this world, in this life. And the souls of our ancestors the guts, the throat, that, uh, that juggler, you ain't got it, you got this thing in you where you want to be higher up, this hypergamy shit, you want to be something that you're not, if this white society gave you, sister, $20 million. That will not connect you to your soul. That will not connect you. To the civilization that has been destroyed. The money is given to you as a disconnection from that because... Your connection is in your DNA. And that money is a distraction. I'm just trying to let you know, ma. That uppity way of life is a distraction. From the war. I'm sorry, from the many, many, many wars that have taken place. To destroy your civilization. Because the civilization that they destroyed. 
and that they're constantly destroying because the fight continues. <coughs> it's your civilization. It's bad for a sister to get married. Love a man. Give him her all. The relationship folds. Or even outside of a marriage where a woman gives a man her all. I've seen women marry. I was watching today on, uh, was it a couple's court or some shit or whatever with the two judges, the fat black man, black woman judge up there trying to judge relationships and shit by legal white man's laws. On this particular show, this one young brother had this woman, nice looking girl, still look good. She, he pumped up with four babies. She talk about leaving him. If, if, if the lie detector say, t- test say he, he cheated on me, I'm leaving. See, that's what the new world want her to think. They want her to think that she's just as good as that man. She's not. She is the foundation of that man. And he can leave her and go build another foundation. That man pumped up with four kids. Ain't no other man gonna make your life as happy with four fucking kids than the man who put all them kids up in you. I don't give a fuck how rotten he is. You may look good, but and there's men that'll give you money. There's men that'll give you more money than your man is, but they're not gonna make your life more happier. There's men, ladies, that what you got four kids. Let's say you got. Two sons, two daughters, even Steven. You know, you got this guy taking care of you. I've seen it happen a thousand times. He's taking care of you. He's giving your kids this great life. He moved y'all out. Y'all all stayed with him in this big house. He was a weak man because he didn't have a family. But any weak, any man. That's into the adoptive family business is a man that is operating in the weakness of his manhood. I don't give a fuck how much money he got. Because he, he don't have a family of his own. This man 20, 30 years old, and they even began to establish his own fucking family. His own kids. Any man that ain't got no kids, or, 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 or this ain't the fucking Brady Bunch, even if you got kids, so we gonna mix in, and, you know, I got my family, and she got her family, and we gonna mix these families in to become the Brady Bunch. I'm gonna tell you two secrets. That only happens to, number one, white families, number two, Inside of Hollywood. 
in real life, that shit don't happen. You look at all the drug problems and shit that Marsha and all those actors had in real life, those kids, childhood actors with all that money and all of the shit that was going on in their world. Overwhelmed them. They realized was nothing like the fucking Brady Bunch. A lot of those people regret doing those goofy-ass movies that set the foundations in stone for the destruction of a civilization. And I'm talking about your civilization. We're talking about the right for you to have a family. Because even in the family paradox of white people, black people laid down that formula. You look at Leave it to Beaver, the white family, the Warren and June and Wally and Beaver. Unfortunately, there was no girls there, or maybe it was fortunately, I don't know, but that's how you had a family. A family to the end up until death did them apart. The perfect white family. And I'm not even going to say the perfect white family. I'm going to say the perfect black family. The perfect family, period. A model for any family of any color. The Cosby Show. All of those are perfect model families. And that model is a moral model. And that model is the model that has built families, that has built civilizations, tribes societies and nations if sexual deviancy destroys that you got the black woman today who wants to be with whoever she want to be with today and because she's free she has in her mind that I could I could be with whoever I want to when I want to if I want to be with him just I could put all my energy into loving and being with this man right here but tomorrow for any reason if I want to just leave I can leave That idea is the destruction of a civilization. I myself have born into a family. A single mom, three children, three different fathers. And actually, I would say, how about this? Three women and about five or six different fathers. Three children, I'm sorry. Single mom, three children with five daddies. Okay, because there was two men fighting other men over whether they were the daddy or not. If they didn't fight nobody else, they fought themselves. Okay. And you know, I just don't even want to get off into that madness. That's just some crazy shit right there. I mean, it's so much on that, I could make a whole nother video, and I think I will on that. But, but you got the single mother. Raising three children. Three, ba- five baby daddies. And she don't want to be with none of them. Ruined. Ruined. 
this woman have not slept with 50 men, I don't believe. In her, in her, I don't think she have enough men to match her age. Because I've been with her 17, and almost every day of her life, because she didn't have a job, I was with her. And the days I wasn't with her was the days that I had to sneak, sneak away. It did. I had to get away. Whether it was growing up or shaking mama loose. Because mama ain't got no man. Mama is not happy with the man. Mama wants to be free. Free. Mama wants to be liberated. She likes living in her own house. In her own space. Making her own money. You understand what I'm saying? And if she wants to, any man that she desires, that if she chose to have him, she can have him. Unfortunately for Mama, she she was born in a time where she was was being as loose as as what her grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren lives have lived to be. She didn't have that looseness because she was born in a day where the, the morals was much higher. It was bad for a woman to have babies out of wedlock, period, in her day. Today, that's, not, that's a part of reality today. Okay. And in my grandmother's day, which was her mother's day, it should if 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 too many women in a community had babies out of wedlock, that shit would have made the news. You know that area would have been an area to avoid. Understand? So we're talking about the family function, okay? And the functioning of a family that has a man as the head, as the king. Till death do you apart. Okay. Wife. Children. Grandchildren. I don't give a damn how many times he cheated on you or how many outside women and kids he produced. All these women should be fighting. They, uh, 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 fighting to establish family. These women ain't fighting to establish no family. You, a man, a man, a man be so goddamn confused, he be cheating on his wife, fuck around, got another woman pregnant. And the other, he don't know whether the other woman is fighting to destroy that, his marriage with her and cut his ass off or whether she's fighting to establish a part, her part in his family. She should be only fighting. At the end of the day, look, I'm pregnant. I got a baby by this man. I'm only fighting for my part in this man's legacy. Y'all can stay together. Y'all can whatever. But I'm here now, and I have to be accepted. And I have to be respected. Because your sons and my sons are brothers and sisters. No. You have a woman that'll get with a man that has a relationship that's married get pregnant 
as she will fight that other woman over supreme dominance just because I think I'm better than you and I think that I deserve this man over you. Yes, you deserve that man. You got him. Both of y'all deserve him. Y'all got him. Y'all got babies by him that y'all had sex with, worked so hard to get. Yeah, y'all deserve all of that. But y'all don't need to be just fighting to destroy families. Y'all need to just get real and understand that, look, this man has been with both of us. We got kids. And we have to build a strong relationship because our kids are brothers and sisters. That's how polygamy got started. Because people, our people understood the dynamics of building relationships. This is the reason why my Uncle Thomas Whitfield got like three different fucking families. You understand what I'm saying? This is the reason why my grandfather Plocky James Ross Riley got like three, four different families. And all of the women had to deal with it. And they and they, they, they didn't fight that. <coughs> my grandmother on my uh, uh, father's side had more children by my grandfather than any other women that he'd been with. He probably had women by maybe three or four other women. And the two women that had the two children by him were the two boss women because they established families with this man. There's one or two others that we the family may know of, but they have to come to us because we are the family. In regardless to what relationship my grandfather had with our grandmothers. We are family. And this is what has been destroyed. This is a a part of a civilization that they are trying to destroy. They want the mother to grow up single without a man living her life. Have wrecked herself and her mind. Probably her mind more than her own body. Because when women have sexual multiple sexual partners it wrecks her mind more than it'll ever wreck her body and it and it wrecks her body it gives her diseases and shit and i ain't even talking about i ain't even talking about sexually transmitted diseases you understand what i'm saying because a woman can have sex with too many partners and start start catching some shit going on down up in there you understand uh, vag- some some kind of vaginosis or some shit, bacterial vaginosis, and that just comes from just having sex with too many partners, bad diet, just not caring for yourself, you know. But you look in the medical journals, ain't none of them gonna tell you that it comes from 
too many sex partners, but it does. That's what it comes from. Bacterial, you can have the bad, worst diet in the world. If you sleeping with one man and been sleeping with, sleeping with one man for years and years, you shouldn't have. Back, unless you just nasty as fuck down there. Don't take baths, dishes, and, you know. Uh, even, to be honest with you, taking dishes could cause bacterial vaginosis. Just not proper care down there. It causes bacterial vaginosis, and multiple sex partners down there causes bacterial vaginosis. But that is just a simple, a simple, a, a, a simple idea. Okay, there's many more things she can catch: fucking chlamydia, fucking herpes, fucking gonorrhea, syphilis, AIDS, corona. Yeah. She catch a whole bunch of shit down there. You know, yeast infections, staphs and shit. All kind of shit could go on down there. You know, shit that 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 men don't even know about women. Can go on up under there. She has to be one that's on top of herself. So there's many different things that could happen to her body that we all know about for many sex partners we chose not to pay attention to that but there are some things that we don't know about that happens to her with multiple sex partners and it is the changing of her mind the mental problems why is it that so many black women can have it all in their hands look good living good and still walking around here miserable and unhappy and the happiness they have is only happy because they're able to stand over somebody else. The only happiness that they have is that they that 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 they have boosted up in their mind that they are the prize. And if they can't get that, then they don't need no other happiness in this world. See, that is a mental dysfunction that comes with the multiplicity of penises that is entered inside of a woman's vagina. A woman looking good is is her personal blessing and it's only a gift to her husband. That's it. A a woman, that's why the Bible tell you not to be taken by a woman's beauty because a woman's beauty really ain't your business. It's, It's eyesight and it's good for eye candy. You know why? You know, and, it, and this is even nice to be in the presence of a bunch of beautiful people. You know, but to take it anywhere beyond that is 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 ungodly. Because a woman's beauty, on a sexual level, is nobody's business but hers and her man, not hers and her men. And women have it. To where their today to where their sexual business is theirs and their and their men and nobody else could talk about it but them and the men that they've been with. But what happens when the men that you've been with have met and have known each other and we talk about your sexuality without you? What about that? What about out of the? 30, 40 men that you've been with, five of them have had conversations with me about you and your sexuality. 
what if me and the man that you've been with have had a conversation about how good you suck dick? <laughs> what if when I got with you through my homeboy that I didn't know that you was with another home, one of his homeboys before you got with me? And then through that same homeboy, which was my homeboy, me and that homeboy got together and kicked it and talked about how good you suck dick. And we wanted to compare who who, who dick she sucked better. <laughs> Enough with the nonsense. <laughs> Cause I won't I don't want this thing to go too long. I only got a few more minutes. But what happens when the day comes when you 50? 60 years old. Now my boy know that you fucked this boy. Your boy and my boy know that you fucked me. And you don't think he was gonna tell me? You can't tell me you don't care. We neither one of us care, but one of us is being, being neglected from that dome. <laughs> and that's when we start to care. Unless we both did not have one itis to begin with. You dig? But enough of that bullshit. I don't want the day to come. Well, my sister, 50, 60. The body's breaking down at 50. At 50 years old, the body is breaking down like probably an 80, 90-year-old person. Body would break down when I was 6, 7, maybe 12 years old. Only old people got sick and died from the shit that people are dying from in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Old people didn't have those sicknesses and diseases. My, I have several of my grandmothers and grandfathers that have lived to be damn near 100 years old. And that, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. And great-grandmothers and great... I met my great-great-grandmother that was born in the fucking late 1880s. Right. She died in the 1980s. I might have been about 10 years old when she died. But I met her. That lady was damn near 100 years old when she passed away. She was in her 90s. Up in her 90s when she passed away. And I was only maybe about 10. Okay. And I'm just telling you what happens when you don't build families. Okay. You don't build families, you get old, you get married once or twice, three times, or however the fuck, five times, it don't work, fuck it. At the end of the day, you are by yourself, baby. You got kids by multiple men. In your mind, you thought you built the family, but you really created chaos. Because your children was not in perfect harmony with each other because the relationship is not in harmony because she got three different children by three different men. She got three different families in her house. To her, her stupid mind, she think that she produced the seed. 
It's the man that produced the seed, the line, the lineage. And when she got three, four, five kids by five, three, four, five different men, or in the case where my mother had three different kids by five different men, because <laughs> two different men wanted to claim two different children. <laughs> Only one of them was the direct mailman. <laughs> you, my mother had, for me and my sister, there was men who, who, who fought, who fought, well, actually, it was, my mother had a baby by a man that really got me, my father got the fuck on, and there was another man always telling me that, you know, I believe you, my son, I really, really do, and he kind of looked like me, you know, I was taught to find similarities in both these motherfuckers, so I look at it like it ain't my business. But you don't want to get to the point to where you grow up, ladies, in a situation like that. Because you and your man think that, don't fuck what you think. You think that you have built one family. God forbid that if you took care of your kids real, real well and your kids became successful. When they leave you, they're not coming back, mama. Because if you did right, your sons is going to find, build their families, and your daughters are going to build their families, no mistakes, and they are going to be busy living in their families, now mama, that's success, if you did it right or wrong, now the day come that you have had three different men five different men claiming your kids when you get old ain't none of them men gonna be there for you baby and that day is coming we call it hit the wall okay there's gonna come a day where you all of that fat all that shrimp all them chitlins and pork chops and pig feet French fries and potato chips and ice cream and shit and 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 pork chops and fried chicken. There's gonna come a day where all of that greedy shit and the drinking and the smoking and the sex and shit. There's gonna come a day where all that shit is gonna work against you. And that body gonna shut down. And I'm telling you what's going to happen. Ain't no man is going to be there. Because when it gets to the point to where you can't cook for yourself, your kids should not ever have to cook for you. One of their daddies should have been there cooking for you. In the day they come to where if you may need to get your diapers changed. Should none of your children have to change your diapers? All of those men that you've been with, you mean to tell me can't none of them change your pissy shitty diapers?
if you was built on, focused on building families, you would have that luxury. For surely, it's a shame for your children to have to change your diapers unless you built a family. What I mean by building a family is that you outlive the dad and dad is not there because he couldn't be there. And usually when your health get to that point, white people just dump your ass off into the nursing home. It is black people that got that Teddy Pendergrass, Harold Melvin, I always love my mama, I always love my mama, you see, it's black people that got that, and in the case that mama built a family, honored daddy, you know, and love radiated throughout that house, had all her children by one man, those kids would take turns. You understand what I'm saying? Coming to see about their mother. In the case where she didn't, she has a greater chance that she built families and it's a greater chance that many of those families are not going to be there for her. She's going to be there by herself. It's either one of those family members from one of those families, no different families that she created, are going to step up. None of those children were in harmony with each other because they had diff- they had different families. The idea that a man do for one child and don't do for the other because that's not my child and she got four different men with this attitude I'm only caring for my child I'm only caring for my child I'm only caring for my child that causes conflict in the household every time a new man produces a new baby by her And that household grows up with this contention. Because one daddy is well to do off than the other is. And he's going to take care of the shit out of his kid. And you wonder why one of your kids got Nintendo for Christmas. Playstations and all this shit. And fancy clothes. And always dress well. And the other kid does not. Because she has, she don't understand that she has three different families coming from her. And that is the destruction. That is a victim of being sucked up in the destruction of the civilization. That is a vacuumization. Those that has been sucked up, that has been vacuumed by the machine that destroyed the civilization that destroys the black harmony and that destroys the black soul, that destroys the black family. You understand? Because the truth of the matter is that 
to the single mom who have three, four, five, three or four better kids by three or four more men. When she comes to the point to where she needs that type of assistance, should none of her kids have to be there? One, or she has a greater blessing, according to the lifestyle that she lived. She invested in three, four, five different men that should have been able to stand up for her if they're living, and none of them is there. Because the only thing they have invested with that woman is that child. And some of those guys, I would guarantee you, past the second guy, guy number three and guy number four, just ain't going to pay for nothing. Because he's just going to lose respect for the whole fucking idea. He, the, 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 the third and fourth and fifth and beyond baby daddies is just going on with their life. Or somehow the order changes, blase spleen. It's a horrible thing, ladies. All right. It's a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing for you to get up in age and there's no one there to love you. There's no one there. Your, your cousins and all them bitches that you was with, they were talking that shit. And girl, you need to lead him. And girl, you need to do this. And them bitches ain't gonna be there to wipe your ass and cook for you and take you to your doctor's appointments. They are gonna be there with your old ass up until the day you die. Still talking that same old shit. Why you ain't got nobody there? Cause they ain't coming. They gonna just be there constantly consoling you to the day you die with that dumb shit. But they not coming to your doctor appointment. They not coming to wipe your ass. They not coming to clean for you. They not even going to make the decision whether you should go to the hospital or just sit here and die. I'm just going to tell you. So. I pray that. We get out of the vacuum. That is a part of the destruction of the civilization. Trust me, I don't mean no black man or black woman no harm. I just see the destruction of a civilization and the sexual duplicity and the sexual deviance is a part of it. I mean, you'll have many black women who talk about how they made bad decisions in their life, and I guarantee you, those decisions involve people who they gave that pussy to. That being stated, this is Yashua Ben Israel Terry Whitfield, and I'm out. 20 seconds, 20 seconds shy of 120.